Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about temperatures. The one thing everyone has many pros and cons about. Different scenarios, different everything, and it's weird we haven't done it before, but... Yeah, we did winter on our first ever episode, and we've talked about different summer stuff and etc., but never specific on temperatures. Yeah, never the nitty-gritty, you know what I mean? Never the... <laughs> How you like your soups, you know, <laughs> your gym, <laughs> you know, the important stuff, the everyday. So let's start off with the biggest ones and the main ones people think of outside and inside. So outside, as of when we're recording this, New York is in the middle of transitioning to spring. We're getting some 50, even sometimes 60 here and there days sprinkled in but then it'll snow two days later. You know, that kind of off-on switch going from winter to spring. But winter itself, I feel, has so many levels to it as well, where when you get below freezing, I mean, that's miserable, especially 20s. I mean, if you're going below 20s, that's even worse. But below freezing, I'm not a fan of at all. High 30s, a little more tolerable. 40s, not great, but kind of more standard winter. And then 50s, I feel like, is where it starts to transition into actually being warm. But I'm talking about that in terms of New York, where experiencing it in LA, 50s are like, you know, put a jacket on, it's kind of cold. So <laughs> it really varies depending. It is funny. Like 50 is two different things. Yeah, and both different sides of the coast, I guess you could say. We're a little spoiled out here in the West Coast, especially uh, Southern California, I should say, because kind of gets brick out there, like in San Francisco and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess I'll say specifically Southern California, where you kind of look forward to like, yeah, I can't wait. Gets down to the 60s, maybe 50s here, which I don't hate. It's that little nudge, that little reminder of back home. A little spoiled, bro. You, you could get tired of perfect weather. <laughs> can't can't believe I'm saying it, you know? But I'll say... Being there myself, I never felt like I was tired of it, you know what I mean? And we've experienced both each, and I don't think you ever are like, damn, I wish it was a nice 20 today. You know, it's, it's different than saying you want it in the 50s or 60s. Let me tell you this. That will never come out of my mouth. You'll <laughs> never hear me say that. Yeah, 50 degrees here, 50 degrees over there. Very different here. It's almost like welcoming. We're over there. It's either like the beginning of the bad part or the beginning of like the good part. New York winters are also one of those things where people say, oh, it builds character, it makes you tough, etc. And it's true to a certain degree, but once you've experienced at least some of it to the point where you're never going to take for granted having a warmer winter, like if you move to LA or Florida or wherever, then I feel like that's enough. There's a certain level you cross where it just becomes torture almost that you put yourself through. And I will say one pro of doing that is spring and summer feel so much better once you come out of that because it feels so special and so limited. But I don't think that I want to go through that just to experience it. So because it also takes up almost half the year at this point. It is that thing of like... I don't know, you see that with certain desserts or foods. 
you don't have them all year. That's why when they come around, let's use the example of Thanksgiving, which is kind of a bad example because we know Thanksgiving <laughs> food kind of ass, but people enjoy it because of that because you don't have it often, you know. There's all the little things that happen around it. So, yeah, since you don't have that good, perfect weather all year round, when that does happen, you, like, enjoy it more. You make most of it. Southern California, I guess, we do take it for granted a little bit just because we do have it every day. It always seemed crazy to me that it'd be January and 75 degrees or whatever, you know? I do golf on a weekly basis mm-hmm. in the middle of January or February. You right. know? Like, I wouldn't be able to do that in other places. Obviously, we're in favor of warmer weather, but within that, there's also tiers. So, you know, we're saying 50, depending where you are, is kind of a middle ground thing. 60s, it's starting to get warmer. And even within the 60s, there's a huge difference between a low 60 on a chilly day and a high 60 on a, you know, bright sunny day where the sun's directly on you. It could feel almost... 15, 20 degrees difference sometimes. So I guess where are your kind of bars for 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s? Obviously, no one really likes 100 plus unless you're a psychopath, but... I think you said it best. Below freezing, major con? No. Unless maybe it's December 25th, Christmas, you want a white Christmas, light snow, maybe. Sure. Other than that, easy con. Let's go up to like 50 to 60. That's like neutral. That's like good. Mm -hmm. I like the fashion and that weather. You know, I like it for that sense. It's also like not uncomfortable. I was going to bring that up too in terms of describing certain weather as, you know, hoodie and pants weather or however you use to describe it for that kind of corresponding temp. But also Mm -hmm. I'll just mention quickly at some of those neutral in between temperatures, it can be hard to decide what to wear too yeah because it usually means it's gonna change like oh, when i leave my house like i won't need the jacket but by the time i get back home i won't be freezing like it's iffy yeah for sure it's a complicated one what makes it fun you know if you see fun <laughs> in that i do because i like fashion i think we both do you know just layer up a couple jackets but i like it i like it in that sense just because you kind of get to show off i also that's like my favorite type of fashion and things to wear in terms of like these sort of pants and a couple hoodies and a jacket, maybe throw a hat on. So, you know, that 50 to let's say 60 to 65, because I feel like that's where it's still cool-ish. I'm going to go with a light to solid pro. Now we get into, you know, above 65 <laughs> to what would you say, like 80-ish? Yeah, I mean, you could even say 65 to 75 as a tier. Yeah, let's let's say 75 where like you possibly thinking of going shorts, maybe bring a jacket for the night, you know, if you're not home. That's money. That's it right there. That's Southern California. That's when you see the confused people, you know, with the shorts, (laughs) but the long sleeve or the hoodie on top. Right. You could do sandals, but you can also do like boots or sneakers. (laughs) You know, it's it's very bipolar weather. This weather is cool because, again, it's like the perfect weather. This has to be. I think like unanimously, no, I don't know if unanimously, but I feel like most people like this weather the most. I'm going to go solid pro, easy, clean. Then it's when it starts getting sketchy, 75 to, what should we say, 85 before it gets to that, that red like warning. Let's even do 90 just to like broaden it up a little bit. Because 90 is fine, especially in Southern California because it's dry air, which is another thing. We're not really involving (laughs) humidity into the temperature, but... If you know humidity, 
that could change everything. But this tier of, you know, getting to bad, you know, the 75 to 85, 90, this ain't bad. It's livable. If I happen to live in this place year round, I don't think I'd be that mad at it. Light to solid pro. But then we get that desert, that Amazon, that Southern America, Central America, the islands, you know. So you just say 90 plus? Yeah, 90 plus. Because at that point, it's like, personally for me, 90 plus, it's like, I cut it out. There's no need for it. Plants start dying. Can't really even step outside barefoot because it'll burn your feet. That ain't life. That that ain't fun. And yeah, I guess we're going back to the light to solid con on 90 plus. That temperature is just not it in terms of outside or inside weather. Yeah, so I'll just run through in reverse. Yeah, like 90 plus, I think, is a good barrier for this is just too hot to really do anything that active outside. You're trying to chill in the AC or if you're doing something, you're not like playing basketball or whatever because it'll just dehydrate you right away too. Better be swimming or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Trying to hit the pool, trying to hit the lake, trying to hit the beach if you're by one, all that. And... For the tier under it, that 75 to 85, I'm cool with that. Like, that doesn't really get too hot for me. Some people hate how much they sweat in the summer, and I don't disagree, but I also will take the extreme. Let's say this is the extreme hot borderline. The 90 plus is more rare, so it's not as common, but let's say you're comparing 75 to 85 to... 25 to 35 or something i'll take the hotter temperature all day i just really hate freezing weather true but then yeah anywhere 60 to 75 especially low 70s or high 60s that's for sure the sweet spot the most i want to be wearing ideally is a hoodie and long pants but ideally a shirt and shorts is really the preference just because it feels the most natural i think I agree that sometimes for style purposes that your fit might look better with more layers and all that. Not going to disagree there, but just from a comfort level, I love just putting on a shirt and shorts and walking out the door. So much less involved than layering up like crazy, putting on a winter coat, all this stuff. And I think it's also, you can just do more. In the cold, you're not really outside living life in the same way. Like, you can still do certain things, hang inside at wherever, or go to concerts, or there's stuff to do. But in the summer, your options in that warmer weather, or spring, or whenever, that's endless for what you have open to you. And then, yeah, the 50s, early 60s range, that's like you said, either a good thing or bad thing. Bad when it's going down towards that approaching winter, but... When it starts happening like it is right now for transition to spring, then it feels great. So definitely you would pro and con those two sides. But let's switch over to inside. So you currently are in a spot with central AC, which you were mentioning to me recently. I don't know how people live without it. <laughs> I truly don't. It's perfect. Yeah, it's controlled air. Could literally have it set to however you want, whenever you want, with timers, if you want to cold there at a certain time, whatever it is. 
being able to wear the same shit like year round in my room is fucking like beautiful because I could just wear like the comfy things I want, you know, sweats and socks or a long sleeve shirt or whatever it is. Sometimes a hoodie if I want to snuggle up, you know, we usually keep it here between 66, 68. Some people are going to listen to this like, damn, Kevin, that's kind of irresponsible. <laughs> it means you have a kind of a high uh, carbon footprint. You should have your AC on like 70. Fuck that. It feels amazing <laughs> in here. If you come in here, you know why. I'll pay the bills. I'll even donate to uh, save the planet or something. However, I don't change it. And I do wish that at night it was a little colder just because, I mean, could go back to our apartment when we used to live together, I would get freezing as fuck in the winter. Mm-hmm. However, that was some of the best sleep I got. You, know, <laughs> you could just get under your blankets, warm up. That was probably closer to 60, probably even below that sometimes. That was in central air. So however cold the fucking apartment got, that's how cold we were. And you could get like a heater. We had a heater, but kind of just used to deal with it. And it was cool with me. Yeah. As far as sleeping first, I definitely agree that colder is better. And I'm pretty sure I've read their scientific evidence that backs that up. But I don't know if I have an exact temperature. I do remember getting good sleep at that apartment we were at too when it was cold. Although I remember waking up and for the first like few hours being just freezing, wrapping myself in blankets and everything. And we had a whatever heater in the living room. But I was working out of my room and I don't know, it just never really made sense to put it on. And that is one thing too about the weather over there is that it starts off cold, gets really hot, then cools down at night again. At my current apartment, I have one of those New York City radiators that makes a ton of noise and is kind of inconsistent. But even during the winter, I usually have fans going partially for white noise because of traffic and stuff outside my window, but also just because that coolness helps fall asleep or stay asleep. But it it can be tough when, especially in this transition period, it's going back and forth between all these temperatures, especially at night, and my body will switch from being too hot to too cold and keep going back and forth and stuff. But like my parents apartment growing up it was always super hot in there like some buildings are just steam ovens essentially so sometimes with that we'd even have to crack the window to let some cold air flow in and balance it out but i think the best sleep for me and i haven't had central air but is having the ac running on like a somewhat hot day where you still need it but it's not you know 100 degrees or anything And that AC really helps you fall asleep. But yeah, I would love to experience central air. The day has come when I flex on you. (laughs) I mean, you usually flex on me while saying like, yeah, I had gelato in an Italian villa (laughs) in a summer day. And I'm just telling you, yeah, I have central air. (laughs) (laughs) Two different things, but it's a little flex and I'm proud of it. One other inside thing that I was going to bring up was for showers in terms of the temperature there. And then we can talk about swimming as well. But to start off with shower, while we're on the inside section, I actually, for a while growing up, took cold showers in the morning because it would wake me up for school and all that stuff. 
And then I forget exactly when, maybe middle school, I switched to hot showers and I was like, what was I doing with my life? I think the only time now I'd really consider a cold shower is on a super hot day. Like during the summer, I don't think it's insane. I remember even in summer camp, we would go to the pool and then there were these showers with a little chain string in this kind of outdoor setup that you would pull and the water would come down and it'd be freezing. And the hot showers just feel so much better. I know there's been a trend kind of of cold showers being a thing for I don't know invigorating you or something Frank Ocean on that Christmas episode he dropped had that German guy or some European guy talking about the benefits of cold showers and I think Frank was trying it partially as one of his coping methods for losing his brother and everything but I can't get behind that cold shower everyday idea no i mean i I don't think that's just normal i get there's like beneficial things and science and muscle and healing properties who knows but i need the water to be borderline ripping the skin off of my body if i get out the shower and i could still see myself in the mirror when i get out i did not succeed in that shower i need to open doors windows for it to clear up And I won't hate, I have taken, I wouldn't say cold showers, but like semi-colder showers, I think. Sometimes I even do it unintentionally, and when I get out, I notice, again, like, yo, the glass, the mirror ain't, like, foggy. What's going Mm -hmm. on? Like, am I sick? (laughs) I'm about to get a fever, and I didn't realize the the water wasn't that warm. Or literally, like, sometimes it can hit different. Like, if you're pulling up from like a crazy hot run exercise playing basketball yeah for sure you know i wouldn't say that the water's cold but i wouldn't take as hot a shower Mm -hmm. but it's for sure not cold yeah it's easy for me to con a cold shower however a nice warm too burning hot shower is a easy easy pro self showers are meant to be intended privileged you know (laughs) (laughs) well you were just mentioning the beach too What about temperature for like ocean water or pool water, lake water, whatever? Because if it's too cold, I mean, you get used to it. That's part of it. You know, like just jump in and your body will get used to it or whatever. But there's also when it's possible to control it or go at a certain time when it'll be a decent temperature. I never liked it to be just absolutely freezing when I jumped in. I do like beaches. However... Beaches in the United States are not it. Been to beaches in New York, definitely not it. Been to beaches in Florida, better, still not it. California, same shit, slightly better, not it. Just water's fucking freezing. You're getting like that Pacific cold water. I don't know what it is. That, again, comes because I come from the islands. You know, in the islands, you go to a beach, you go in. The water's pretty much somehow some way like the same temperature as the air just because there's never really a winter the water around i don't know whatever no scientists water's fucking perfect when you go to a beach let's say in puerto rico dr cuba i'm assuming jamaica and all those places i haven't been but it's almost the same thing those money 80s mid 80s every day perfect easy pro that's very close to a place like heaven i love it if i could do that all the time i would beaches here for me to enjoy or even think about getting in the water 
it needs to be on that red level dangerous heat of like 90 plus mm-hmm. i need to be borderline sweating and like looking for water to like refresh my body that's how i've done it here because if not i'm not gonna enjoy it and believe it or not even when the weather is like that the fucking water is still freezing yeah yeah for me ideally it's slightly cold where it's refreshing but it should be nice but not too much pools you could say kind of the same thing although those obviously you can have more flexibility sometimes on temperature depending on the situation but even those usually they're overly cold too my old boss like got this new house and like the pool's heated it's incredible bro like (laughs) it like didn't make sense because he had it set to like body temperature or some shit and it's weird to the point where like you could like put your body in or like you know how you like sit by the edge of the pool and put your feet Mm in you wouldn't even feel that you're in the water like it was the temperature of you it was weird as fuck (laughs) bro like it's not quite a jacuzzi but like not really a pool either and then you're just like chilling floating vibing it was fucking incredible that's another level of privilege really but i think that's the goal bro like that was surreal i almost wanted to float like 11 (laughs) in stranger things when she's like in my salt water pool (laughs) just put some tame impala in the background or something (laughs) just vibe out but that's different that is an easy pro when it comes to pool temps transitioning to another type of water drinking water in the summer i like it cold because it's so hot out but even then it's hard to drink a lot of cold water at once and i've been trying to stay on top of drinking whatever the allotted amount of water is per day so it doesn't really work for that but definitely on a refreshing level but in the winter or colder months i pretty much am at the point of just drinking room temp mostly usually or not super freezing at least room temperature water is the only water to drink (laughs) i will give a slight pass to like a decent you know like a chilled water if you are eating I feel like it just goes down better with like mm-hmm. a, a hot food or warm food or yet yeah, like if you i don't know playing basketball let's say you know yeah exactly doing whatever slightly chilled it is more refreshing slightly more thirst quenching however any other way room temperature is the way to go like one i'm not the biggest fan of water in the first place at least to drink and room temperature is like the easiest way to put it down where like i don't have to hold my nose to drink it you know <laughs> Um, so I would just chug it, just kill a water bottle. And that was it. Like, it's perfect for me too cold. It like bothers me. It like, it doesn't go down easy. I don't enjoy it. Luckily don't have sensitive teeth, but I've heard of people like if you have sensitive teeth, cold water is bad. And if you're drinking warm or like hot water, then I, it's okay. Unsubscribe, unfollow the podcast. It don't (laughs) matter. Like we don't need you here. Um, that's, that's just dangerous. But yeah, I think room temperature is it. That's my biggest pro, at least when it comes to drinking water. And believe it or not, I'll go ahead and extend. I kind of feel that way about most other drinks. Like I'm a big juice drinker, drink soda every now and then. I'm not the type to like need a lot of ice on the things I drink, just a little bit. And that's completely fine with me. It's like perfect when it comes to like juices and stuff. I don't mind it. Sometimes here we like eat. And we have, like, soda cans and stuff, like, in boxes. And I just grab them straight from the box and drink them. And (laughs) 
my roommate Nez, who like I live with, he's like, yo, you don't want like a cup with ice? And I'm like, nah, bro, like it's fine. <laughs> like it tastes completely fine. It's not warm. I remember central air, you know, so it's a clean 60 something in here. So the water's already like decent temperature. I don't think that's crazy. The only time where I really want whatever I'm drinking besides water to be really nice and cold is again in the summer when it's really hot and it feels so much more refreshing to drink anything that hits different for sure how do you feel about hot drinks though you know coffees hot cocos teas yeah we did coffee episode before not a huge fan i don't think either of us drink it much or at all never got into it tea once in a while which can be a fine hot drink and hot chocolate and stuff i don't really drink anymore but as a kid i definitely enjoyed that i feel like one of my main memories is just burning my tongue on it all the time and that texture your tongue has after it's burned from it but then you're still drinking it and it starts to even out and your body gets warmed up by it so it kind of works out but it's one of those give and take type things but overall for warm or hot drinks i don't have them super often yeah coffee easy con However, I think colder is a little better. It's more tolerable for me, but I still don't drink it often. However, hot teas, fire. I actually like teas. I don't drink them as often as I wish I did, but I do enjoy them. Yeah, other hot drinks. I don't really do. Hot cocos every now and then hit very nice, especially if you throw a little dairy in them. Don't do it with water. Hot drinks, I don't mind them. I wish I liked them more. Maybe when I'm older and I'm going to start needing coffee, hopefully never, but I'm pretty sure I'll enjoy them as a hot drink. What about food, though? In terms of hot foods, cold foods, etc. Yeah, you know, food, one of my passions. We <laughs> obviously need it to live, but I'm very passionate about it. I'm a piping hot food eater. Like it needs to be out the pan, out the oven, whatever it is, hot. It's kind of how I grew up eating it. Bite it and like do that weird mouth motion, like <sighs> like to, to get <laughs> the heat out. I don't know why. Like if I could choose whatever temperature it is like that. One degree cold from where, like, the food won't do damage to the roof of your mouth. That's how I want it. I'm going to eat it even if it's that hot. But if I can always have it at a certain temperature, it'd be that. Just so I can, like, eat it while it's hot and I know I won't do damage to me and I'll still enjoy it. That goes specifically for soups. I'm a big soup eater. I know there's cold soups and gazpacho and shit like that. (laughs) Nah. That's fucking gross. I, I don't do that. I don't I don't even really like cold pastas like that. So yeah, that goes for saying pastas, lasagnas and baked stuff needs to be hot. Like it has to be. A lot of people like, yo, you, you put pineapple on your pizza or you 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 like pineapple on your pizza. Yes, I don't think that's the big problem. The problem is the people that eat cold pizza out the fridge. Psychopaths. <laughs> that's the true problem in America. That's the real debate. Not the pineapple stuff. That's choice. That's flavor. Temperature? That's different. And that's what we're here to talk about. That's an easy con. I've seen people eat Chinese food cold. I, I don't know how that's possible, <laughs> how they do it. It's one of my cousins. I don't want to say names. But, <laughs> but I've seen it and it scarred me. I might cry right now. But yeah, foods has to be hot. Specifically the liquidy ones. I mean, literally any of them. But... I guess the only cold ones that I could do are like sandwiches, cold cuts and stuff like that. Or, you know, the 
more extreme ones like ice cream or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even desserts. I enjoy me some warm desserts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what you said about being just below it actually burning your mouth or being where you have to kind of like <laughs> mesh it around so it doesn't stay in one place too hot at once. I think that's the way to go because I also like things really fresh and warm like that. And when it's even room temperature, it can bug me sometimes of this would be so much better if it was just warmer, fresher, whatever. And I don't hate room temperature stuff, but everything you were saying of, you know, people who eat pizza cold or Chinese food cold, I never really understood that. I know it's like a thing for a certain group, but I could never, just can't do it. So yeah, anything like that, definitely fresh and warm for sure. There are cold things like ice cream, like we talked about, which are good. But I would say mostly hot, fresh food is ideal the majority of the time. Overall, obviously, the extremes of both sides could kind of tell. Probably going to be a con. However, there's some uh, that we just prefer, you know, like on the slight side. I think I prefer slight cold over slight warm or hot. On the food, the other way around, I think I'd prefer more on the hot side than on the cold side. That's just how it is. But everyone's a little different. Everyone's a little particular, especially when it gets to food and stuff like that. Temperature, no matter what, is fucking crucial on like anything we do. Overall, for me, weather makes a huge difference in my mood during a certain time and how I feel. And when it's cold, it just drains a lot out of you and it's not exciting to be doing stuff and totally the opposite of what spring summer is where I always want to be outside and enjoying the weather and everything and yeah of course it can have cons to when it's super hot and the humidity stuff which again we didn't really talk about and all that but I still will take spring summer ideally that low 70s temps any day over winter for sure and i just pro the warmer overall in general so yeah that wraps it up for this episode of pros and cons i'm jack you could find me at jack bloom summer summer with an o on everything and i'm kev you could find me at same old kev pretty much everywhere shout out nelly speaking of music sunny and 62 <laughs> sounds good to me <laughs>